Hey everybody, what's up and welcome to the Unranked Podcast. This is Christian Humes, ready here with episode 108, and I got two of my best buds in the world, Alex Marinello yep. and Tommy Kaz, Tom Caswell. What up, what up, what up? Good to be here. No Dan Ween this week, but we do have a lot of great things in store for you. It's just the three of us, no guests, but I do know for a fact they liked them. I got oh, some comments. You know I that, got Chris? some comments. We'll talk about it at the top of the show. But I'm ready. Are you guys ready to talk about some video games? Because I know we all played some new ones recently. And I got some big updates for you all. Sure. Yes. All right. Yes. Let's get to it. Let's get into it. Episode 108. Who's that Pokemon? Can you guys tell me? Yeah, I don't know. Well, then you guys are real dumb because you just drew him. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be Lickitung. But if you went by Alex's doodle, you'd have no idea what the fuck it is. <laughs> I don't want to hate on Alex's drawings because in the past there were some of my favorites, but this is his worst work. <laughs> so before we get started today, I just want to mention so that people hear this instead of it being at the tail end when people might stop listening. Alex, Dan, and I are going to be in Boston for PAX East next weekend. I'm going to be there the Thursday through Sunday, so that's April 5th through the 8th. And Alex and Dan will be there on the Saturday, Sunday, because they have big boy jobs that require them to go to an office. And meh, meh. Um, but yeah, so we're going to be there for the weekend. So if you're going to Boston for PAX East or you live in Boston, hit us up through the email, email at unrankedpodcast.com. DM us individually on Twitter or on uh, the Unranked Twitter. And yeah, hopefully we can maybe see some of you if you are indeed going to PAX. And I'll just like make sure people know about this right now, because this is something that should be at the top of the show. Write down this number, 805-738-8692. We have a Google Voice number that you can now call or leave us. Voicemails, messages, comments, questions, whatever you have. We will play them and respond to them on the show. We've had a lot of people asking about doing live call-ins, but... You know, let's start with getting messages first, and if that goes well, then we will look into doing live, maybe for the next Power Hour on Cinco de Mayo. So call that number. Again, that number is 805-738-8692. You can leave us a message, and we will be hopefully having some of those on episode 109. But let's get back to Lickitung. Guys, what do you guys think about this weird-ass Pokemon? Uh, Stupid. <laughs> stupid. Oh, that's, that's part of the list. I've actually got a lot to talk about like sometimes we get a pokemon there's not a whole lot to say but lickitung is one of those weird ones where there just is there's a lot of things to sort of comment on now you didn't like this pokemon alex why, why is that never used it okay i mean we've talked about this a million times how many pokemon that i've never used but it's probably like what type is lickitung it's a normal type pokemon which you can usually guess because the pink pokemon were typically normal they were usually like flesh colored is what they would say so this pokemon was actually good as far as normal Pokemon went in the game because it was a tank. It had super high HP and it had a couple of strong moves, but n I didn't use normal Pokemon. Like, who did? No. Right. I mean, I, I have to be honest. I uh, used, like, maybe 10. No. Yeah, 15. 15. I think 15. You've got the legendaries. The you whole get Mewtwo. Time. You got the Eevees. Yeah, yeah. You get the starters and, like, a, like a, another half dozen Pokemon. So probably around 15. There was enough... There was nothing about Lickitung that I thought to myself, wow, I really want that Pokemon. Here's a weird thing about Lickitung, right? Talk to me. Its tongue is said to be about six feet, six inches long. So about twice as long as its body. Wait, what? That's insane. And it's described as having sticky, smelly saliva, which causes a tingling sensation if you get licked. Sounds 
does kind of sound like the move Lick, which paralyzes people in Pokemon. But right. weird right. thing, this Pokemon didn't learn the move Lick in the original generation, even though that was a part of its description. See, that I, that, that always blows my mind. <laughs> that always blows it's my really mind. It's really weird. It's super weird. It makes no sense. They did let you do like later in later games just only in the first one it doesn't also another weird thing about it um and this is why you probably didn't use it it was similar to farfetch'd you could only get this through a trade that was changed in pokemon yellow Fuck when that. they added it to another location but otherwise you had to trade for this right yeah no 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 fuck that um but you know that that's like pidgeotto or pidgey not being able to learn fly right yes stupid it's very stupid and then uh i mean it's just like it there's things I like about it because I always found the Pokemon who didn't have any evolutions kind of cool because they were really unique. Um, Lapras is one of my favorites. I always thought Lickitung was cool because it's so rare when I was younger. It was like you literally could only trade for it. So um, it was interesting in that regard. But I mean, I never used it. And as you guys said, you didn't either. And then Tom, as you mentioned, it doesn't have a huge appearance on the show. In fact, Jesse catches one. But then she doesn't even use it until the Orange Islands, and that's the only time it really appears on the show. And then after that arc, it's pretty much gone. Yeah, so Alex and Dan came over to uh, my apartment for my birthday party last weekend. Good games this week. A lot of games I'm sure that we all played. So before we get into video games and things that we played, anyone have anything of note or interesting outside of that that they would like to bring up that they've done? Alex and Dan came over to my birthday party. I was having at my apartment, and initially I was very concerned. Why? Because <laughs> everyone at the party kind of already knew each other, and Dan and Alex, I mean, we barely know each other. We've only... And they're all going to be younger than you guys. Right. The only time we've ever met before this in real life was uh, doing uh, the power hour for Unranked 100. Um, but they came in totally, uh, totally, uh, you know, mingled and played games. And I was very impressed with Alex. He drank a lot. Uh, you, you know, Tom, I would have been more worried if it was, um, uh, if it was like 10 years ago. But Dan, Dan and I are pretty good at blending in with the crowd. You know, f- feeling the energy of the crowd and then taking it, yeah, further. Yeah, you're really, you guys are really good at taking yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, on the way home, so we, uh, so Dan and I were like, oh, let's. So I was like, oh, Dan, like we could probably go to Atlantic Terminal and take a train home. And he was like, no, because the next one's not till like five o'clock Ooh. in the morning. I go, oh, well, guess we're taking an Uber. So we took an Uber. Um, we went to first. We dropped him off. I for for all, for the listeners at home. I was drinking water like you would oh, no. not believe. So I was trying oh, no. I was trying to match the amount of beer that th- this isn't going anywhere. But this is I tried to drink the amount of water that of beer that I was drinking. So but I had to keep going to the I had to go to the bathroom like oh it was insane. So as soon as we dropped Dan off at his apartment, I like to, said to the Uber guy, like, look, like I got out of the car. I gotta pee in this bush over there. Like, do you mind waiting? He's like, No, do you think, man? <laughs> I was still I was, but, but I was, I must've, that was the second longest pee of my life, of my life. The, the first was outside your (laughs) building after we had been at Rose's pizza. We had been at Rose's pizza. We had two 32 ounce beers and I had the, tried to have the equivalent in water and we're, we're in an Uber going to your apartment and we're, you know, we're we're going over the bridge, blah, blah. By the time we got to Brooklyn, I'm like, oh my God, 15 minutes. I don't know if I can make this like 15 minutes to your apartment. As soon as we got there, I went onto the side of your building and just peed. Uh, That was the longest. I'm not kidding. I'm not joking when I say I think it was over a minute. 
count wow. a minute, and that's a long wow. ass time. Were you squeezing the bag? Were you pushing? It? Wait, say it again. Well, there's like a flow state. You've got standard flow state, and then you can push it out faster. Were you just letting it ride, or? Oh no, no, let let letting it ride. Baby. Letting it ride. Oh okay. Letting it ride. Um, Sometimes when you really gotta pee, you just like you know you gotta push it. Wait, hold on. So I'm not done. So after <laughs> we dropped Dan off, we went back and i had him stop at this halal cart that i saw that was just like this truck i was like oh dude pull over i'm getting halal so i got lamb and rice i get home and Brittany's like hello and i'm like oh hey Britt, you want some halal so she, she doesn't eat it but it's 3 30 in the morning i'm sitting down here stuffing my face of lamb and rice that's awesome there's a picture on her phone that's awesome yeah and then i went to right then i went to bed and then um it was like it just sucks being an adult because I was like up at nine o'clock and I'm like, eh, I can't really sleep. So, so I can attest to the fact that I felt amazing the next day. Besides being tired because I didn't get a lot of sleep, I was not achy. I did not have a headache. I was not hungover. It was um. That's the water it was, was the clutch. first. The water's so clutch. Oh, the water. Yeah, the water was. I mean. I'm going to do this every time, yeah. but I'm kind of cutting back now because I'm trying to get back in shape. Well, it's going to be but, tough during the power hour. Are you going to do like you're going to have a shot of water with a shot of beer every time? That's not a bad idea. No, but what will end up happening <laughs> is at the end of the power hour, I'll just start chugging water. Yeah, that's probably so smarter. Crap the next day. So I was going to tell a story that's going to sound really boring now. So I'm going to totally skip that. And I think instead. We- <laughs> Yeah, no, I was going to talk about, like, this weekend, my girlfriend and I, we went out, we bought planters, and we bought herbs, and now we set up this nice little garden. Yeah, this is... Okay, well, I can... <laughs> okay, I can, um, I can, I can kind of s- start off my story of what we, Brittany and I did the next night that would make you go into the planting yeah. thing, because ours is kind of... <laughs> I think, I think we should get into video games. <laughs> I think, I think... Well, I do, I do, I do want to say yeah. this one thing. So, Brittany and I did go out, we went out to dinner at this <laughs> new place that opened up around the corner, and we kind of treated ourselves, um, kind of, you know, like, I got a new job, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I ordered this, um, this prosciutto. From oh, this I saw her snaps, yeah. Was, I saw her snaps on it this. Was, it, it was a Birico, and look this shit up. It was a thousand dollars a pound. Yeah. We obviously didn't spend a thousand dollars, but we got like six slices of this shit. It really is that good. Wow. It really was. It was fucking phenomenal. It's imported, like, right? It was from probably like Italy, one of the right? Best dinners we've had. Was, huh? No, Spain. Spain. Sorry, Spain, 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 Spain. Yep, it was very, very good. So anyone who um, can find it was a special too. It's like not usually on their menu. Let's get into some news. And actually, before we even get into regular video game news, I think we have some unranked video game news that we need to discuss guys we have a lot of big updates that have happened in our fantasy league oh really i haven't even been paying attention let me catch you all up right now with what's going on we had i think five games in the last week get review scores okay so tom there is a surprise review score that you might not be aware of that you received so i have our list here but um Here's the games that came out this month that got scores. We can't, This last month was huge. We had Attack on Titan 2. That got a 79. Far Cry 5, which got an 84. Kirby Stars Allies, which got a 74. MLB The Show, which got an 84. Sea of Thieves, which got a 70. A Way Out, which got an 80. Nino Kuni, which got an 84. And Tom, IGN has given a final score, has given a review score to Fortnite, which now has a 77. On Metacritic. 
it was like a surprise like they just randomly were like okay it's like been out long enough people can pay for it it's time we're gonna give a score to this game drake's playing it so i guess people want reviews wait so what are the scores then so the scores are interesting because it's hard to tell who's really taking a lead since right now the winners are basically determined on who has had the most reviews. Yeah, I know. Because I'm just asking what's like the status. So you're currently winning. Damn right. You have five games that have been reviewed. Uh, Tom is in second with four games that have been reviewed. I'm in third with two and Dan's in fourth uh, with one. Currently, Dan has 70 points. I have 142. Tom, you have 318, and Alex has 377. Ooh, suck it, bitch. So you, if if Tom gets a 69 or higher on another game, then he'll be matched. Have well, I mean, I guess let's start. Let's just let's get. You're the only one here that played Far Cry Five, so let's just get that out of the way. Um, let's let you talk about Far Cry Five real quick. So yeah, I got to play Far Cry and A Way Out. Uh, Far Cry Five, I've played a lot of, really enjoying it. I, you know, the the villains are really terrifying, right? Uh, it hits really close to home. They're set up in Montana instead of being some kind of like faraway country, and it's this, you know, Christian militia that are like the government's going to come take your guns, and the rapture's coming, and all this shit. So it's very scary, and the opening does a really good job of like setting the tone. Like the opening is terrifying. Um, however, there's another side to Far Cry games, which is kind of over-the-top zaniness, action movie destruction, blah, blah, blah. And the two ideas don't gel at times. Um, however, I'm still very much enjoying the game when the story is kicking in and it leans into the more scarier side of things. Uh, it's it's mm. really cool. Mm. I do think it does lean heavier towards like going in guns blazing, which I've been enjoying. I think it's a nice balance. But if you want to play stealth, you can totally play this game stealthily. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. What's the coolest thing you've done? You have 30 seconds to tell someone this is why you should play this game and not, oh, well, it's a cool shooter or this, that. What is the coolest thing you've done? So I think like a cool moment is just when the game is at its most action movie. I've never played a game as good at nailing you know, action movie as Far Cry. So there's an early bit in the game. I get in. It's my first plane. I, I find this plane at this uh, you know, runway. It's got guns on it. I jump in. I'm flying and I see an outpost. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to start shooting, tearing these motherfuckers up, taking this outpost. And as I'm doing it, a, a, an enemy plane comes in behind me and starts shooting me, knocks me out of the sky, so I have to jump out. I get into my, turn on my wingsuit, so I'm just kind of circling above, and then I pick a good point, open up my parachute, I take out my pistol, because you can shoot while you're falling, so I'm just like gently lowering to the ground on my parachute, uh, and I'm just like popping caps and these motherfuckers left and right. And then I can see out of the corner of my screen, the airplane comes into view and crashes into this giant silo, which like destroys half of the compound and like all their vehicles and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, it's moments like that in the game that just nail action movie that I've been really enjoying. Yeah. So let's give you a way out of that conversation into another game. Nice. So way out is made by the same guys that made a very popular indie game called brothers, a tale of two sons. Um, a way out is designed to be played with couch co-op you can also play with another player online but there is no single player mode you have to play with another player and the cool thing is with the uh, this is game, the guy that said fuck the oscars right play in the same he made brothers couch co-op, which is an amazing copy game. of the game to a friend and you can play online together so only one of you needs to buy the game which is dope the game is about these two dudes who need to escape prison they don't know each other, but they f figure out that they're both in prison because of the same person. 
so they devise a plan to escape and then get revenge on the person that put them basically both in jail. I played about half the game. I played it with my friend Zippy. The game does a really good job of seamlessly uh, changing between split screen and like uh, just having a screen with one character on it. Um, it's a very interesting experience. Um, I wouldn't say like it necessarily has great gameplay. I would say it's very similar to like a Telltale game, but like a little bit better. There's a, it's not just like having conversations and walking about. There is, you know, some shooting, some combat. I would say it's more like a collection of mini games. Very interesting. The gameplay is always changing and the way that you're interacting with things is always changing. So if you're looking for a cool couch co-op game, Tale of Two Sons. Well, awesome. Those are both games I'm interested in. So um, that's good to hear because Far Cry is a game I was sort of on the fence about and I loved Brothers. So if it's anywhere as good as Brothers, it's probably a good game. Well, let's talk about Sea of Thieves because that's what we're here to do. Avast ye mateys, let's all go set sail. I'm so bummed that I haven't really had a chance to play with you guys. I'm also super bummed that my stream didn't work that one time I tried to stream, other than the first time I tried to stream it, because boy, do I love doing the pirate thing, but I cannot justify it if I'm not streaming, because then I just sound like a lunatic. Alex, you've got gripes. Let's start with the gripes, because I really like this game, so I'll just do the I'll do the cleanup work. Let's hear you complain. All right. Um. Right, so... Uh, it's it's okay it, like in the, in the first hour i was like oh this is a ton of fun mm-hmm. i'm i'm like a pirate i'm uh raising the sheet changing the direction steering this fucking ship but when you actually play the game it's so basic there's so little to do that i'm thinking to myself this is another case where I'm like, holy shit, here we go with another game that promised big things. Well, maybe they didn't promise big things. Yeah, they but, didn't. Well, That's... you're thinking it's going to be one thing, and it turns out it's a game that, like... It's a social experience. Dude, there's nothing to do. There's three factions. One faction yeah. is pull up a treasure map, go find the treasure. Basically, yeah. that's it. Second one is def- the skulls. Defeat an enemy kill the guy dead and the third one is go collect some chickens i don't know it's it's so it's once you get past the novelty and the the, i guess the awesomeness of a bunch of people working together to get this ship out of port and onto the open seas (laughs) is great but once once you get past that part it's like um all right. Like, it's boring. I'm bored. I'm, I don't, I'm bored already. I don't already. think anyone will disagree with you that there could be and should be more to do. I definitely don't think anyone will disagree with you on that. The thing I will say is that there is more variety to those missions than meets the eye. Yeah, and I know. You, you can do like, as riddles you... and all this other stuff. But it's the honestly, I find it almost I find it almost too yeah. tedious. I find it almost... Stu- uh, I mean, I'm going to go counter. It's to not the... a game that's meant to be played without your friends. No, I understand. But here's the thing that's so stupid that I feel like we're going backward. But I get that's the point of the yeah, game. Yeah. You go, you pick up the item, you put it down on your ship. You have to actually uh-huh. take that item and bring it to the guy. Yeah. Like literally take the item and bring it yeah. to the guy. You can't just turn stuff in, you know, one, two, yeah, three. But... I, I get it. I get it. I do. I'm not saying that. Well, because then then the whole like thing with having other ships, like when I see another ship, if I have a treasure chest, it is a scary experience. Yeah. And if I could just have turned that in, that's eliminated. Like seeing another ship has no, no, no consequences. I, I agree. I almost just wish that if once I get into port, I almost wish like that was it. 
You could trade it in from there. Yeah, you something. could trade it in from there. Sure. Uh, like I could just ease of use. Like if I've got five chests on board, like that I could just turn in one, two, three, four, five really quick. I've made it back. I'm okay. Blah blah blah. The other thing that gr- that really grinds my gears about this game is <laughs> they allow you to get under the. They allow you to swim underwater. Yeah. And there's no anchor. So that yes, to me, I agree. I to- I agree with you. He's like, yeah. are you kidding me? How do you not there, animate the anchor? There's a bunch of like little missing elements like that, which I I believe like the thing they've said and they've already shown from the beta, the actual release, is they have a live team that's going to be working on stuff. So obviously, whatever the first big update is will show whether or not this game is going to be a fun thing to play as time goes uh, on or not. The update better not be I'm paying for it. No, I don't believe it's going to be. Also, the weapons, I, I mean... I get it. It's old timey pirate stuff, but like even yeah. the upgrades to those weapons are like, eh. well, they're just skins, right? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, well, what do I give a shit? I don't know. It's so here's just... the thing, though. Here's the thing: is it takes and just hear me out for a second. We're so used to now all these games like Destiny, right? It's like the thing that they put the carrot on the stick is like you get a better weapon and this, and then finally when you get that stuff. It's like, well, what was the point of doing that? It's like to but, play the game. So in this, they get rid of all that stuff. It's like. Literally, you have to find a way to have fun playing the game, and it's not about getting the stuff. I get what you're saying, but I feel like the fun you could have, like, I'm not, once I get past get, getting out of port with my friends, raising the sheet, lowering the uh-huh. sheet, moving it, not moving it, do, steering, repairing it. If, so once you get past that part, there's nothing, there's not, like, when I go to an island and I have a mission yeah. to do something, I'm not, like, there's no incentive to explore that island anymore. I agree. Sometimes I find a message in the bottle. That was kind of cool that yeah. one time. But, like, there, there's no reason to explore the island. There's no – I feel like there should be more NPCs. I feel like there should be actual missions. I feel like – like, that would be so much more fun than fetch quests. There, like for, I think for this game is secretly – like an early access game i think this game is actually an early access game over but this keeps happening it's like that's all that it is this is what video games are now but it's annoying i'm over it like that's so stupid you want to play games when they're done you don't want to play them when they're being made right give me a full game like this i agree if i were if i were getting on the boat to go like in the enemies too all all i fought are skeletons and like amped up skeletons so yeah the the skeletons get really crazy though as time goes on like yeah, so, that's fine. But like, if I'm on an island, I, I want like the idea of like, holy shit, I just found a cave, guys. Like, let's go in yes, this cave and go check. It I out. agree. That's like, like the, the one fuck? of the biggest complaints I have as well. I'm totally so. with you on this. They need a couple. I feel There's like the the map do. is too small, and they need some like huge islands, not like bigger islands. They need a couple of like huge islands where, you, yeah, where you could really explore them and like have real they cave need, systems. And what stuff. was that port? What yeah. was that port? In uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, where they used to go and everyone was like drinking, getting dr- like they do need um, that, yeah, yeah, like what yeah. the fuck? Yes. it's so yep. minimal. It's just it, it, it's like nah. and where like you couldn't kill each other, almost like the tower in Destiny. So like when you're at that specific social hub, like if you couldn't yeah, attack like enemies, so that like you could coordinate with enemies in like a safe zone, or even yeah, like or or even just have more people to talk to other than the guy who sells me a gun, the guy who gives me the chest mission, the sure. guy who wants skulls. It's there. There's. So. I think the game is going to have a ton of shit in it at some point, but it feels like we're not there yet. It should be noted the game is beautiful. Sea of Thieves is a gorgeous game, especially the water and the sunsets. I'll just stop and watch them, and especially obviously if you have an uh, Xbox One X with a 4K TV. It looks sublime. If you like a game with good water, this is your game. I w- 
I will say that the water does look it's fucking so awesome. good it's so good here's some things I do want to say because I agree with everything that Alex has said and I think it's unfortunate that it came out in the state it did but at the same time it unlike No Man's Sky and unlike Destiny it didn't make the promises that those games made yes which yes but uh it didn't make promises like that it it was literally like become a pirate and play pirate stuff with your friends and the game is all going to be about you hanging out with your friends and that is what this game is but there it is devoid of like having more variety in it so it does need more enemies it needs more variety in the enemies although if you've done a raid which is so cool so if you see those skulls in the sky that's a public event raid and the kind of enemies that appear there are incredible there's like ghost skeletons there like there's um skeletons that are made of like metal and you have to like throw water on them and then then you can kill them and like the ghost skeletons you have to hold like the lamp up to there's a a bunch of different skeletons types that don't appear anywhere else unless you're doing these more advanced missions or like a raid also this is the thing that i love about this game when i play solo i i play the same way i play PUBG when i play solo a lot of the time which is i would join another random team i'm like the weird dude that just joins into like a ship i gotta tell you when i join people i don't know i treat all of them as like hostile enemies because what has happened most of the time when i join one of these crews their buddy gets on and now they want to bring him in so they they try to get rid of me this has happened to me specifically twice in a row now in the last couple days and so they just immediately put me into the brig they're like we're putting this guy in the brig they sent me a message they're like will you please leave i was like we just got multiple treasures on this fucking ship and i tried to say let's go to the outpost but you assholes wanted to keep collecting stuff i was like where i'm not leaving this ship until we go and collect our and it just becomes like a war of attrition (laughs) where i was it was i was up till like one in the morning with these guys on this boat and they were trying to wait me out and i was like i'm not fucking going anywhere dude and i eventually i won out I went out. I got my. I got my money, and it's just like this completely like the opposite experience that I think they want you. <laughs> While I've been playing, I'm just like, oh, the game should have this, 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 and this. Here's a bunch of cool things they should add, uh, and this is one that Microsoft even mentioned. They responded to someone. They were like, that's a cool idea because the person was like, oh, I'm on a pirate ship. Why can't I fish? That would be so cool if I could go fishing on the pirate ship. Obviously, like a couple more weapon types would be good. Like that's clear. Some really basic things the game should have. The fucking crow's nest. They, it, I should be able to rope swing onto an enemy ship. Give me like a spear too. Give me like a melee weapon I can throw and then pick up or something. Like a little rowboat would be cool. And also more importantly, Alex, you already brought this up. More enemies. There should be enemy NPC ships. There should be skeleton crew ships. Yeah. Why that doesn't exist, yeah. I have no idea. But if there was like a badass skeleton crew ship that's just randomly roaming the ocean and it took you coordinating with other random pirates to take them down, that would be amazing. Here's the other thing I would want because I've done this on toy pirate ships or what would you like a play set pirate ship? Uh huh. I should be able to take the wheel mm-hmm. and fucking chuck it and spin it to the left or to the right. Happens all the time. In the movies, but no, just fucking like Price is Right, like like throw it like oh we, like oh guys we got to go left and yeah, I'm like and okay just really and I hard. just throw the wheel sure I throw the wheel and it and it goes all and it keeps going around 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 until it can't go anymore until it locks yeah I should be able to do that yeah that'd be cool you could like hold down the trigger when you press the button and yeah. you'll just chuck it like, in that yeah, direction hold the trigger and then hit the direction and then it'll throw the wheel that way yeah that'd be cool I like that that would be dope there's a lot of cool shit they need to add and hopefully they do. 
obviously, like, we have no fucking idea. Right. I'm hopeful they will. The only reason I believe that is because they didn't make the promises that games like Destiny and No Man's Sky have made. And then those games then continue to never live up to the things that they try to sell you. Whereas they were like, we're going to make fun social experiences for you. And I think the only way for them to do that is to continue to add stuff. All right. Let's real quick get into... I need to make a jingle for this for next week. I'll have one next week. A new challenger approaches. This is the section where we are all going to submit what characters we believe would be awesome to have in the next Super Smash Brothers. Tom, let's start with you. I think that um, not only would this character be really good, but he would be a good fit. And obviously with the Crash titles coming out for the Switch, I think we there's a good chance we'll get a Crash Bandicoot in Nintendo Switch Smash. Yeah, I mean, that's probably a good guess. Um, yep. I don't know. I hope not, because I just think he's a lame character. <laughs> but that's a good guess. Alex, who do you think? Uh, Skull Kid. Skull Kid? Yes. Great Who's choice. that? What What was that? Who's that? Is it like the Grim Reaper's son? Or... Oh, uh, no. Skull, Skull Kid from Majora's Mask. Oh. And what do you want him to do? If Skull Kid could have like any one special attack. um, He can push you away. Yeah. That's it? Well, you said one. That's that's like the one you're like he could do anything. He pushes you, or or just make it. You know, no, actually, scratch that. Majora, the mask. Yeah, as a character, just the mask. Yeah, just like floating. No, 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 no. So if you you know if you guys have played fucking Majora's Mask, uh-huh. you would know that the mask has like four iterations before it like you know gets to its final form. Yeah. So um, you could like you could be one of the things. The things. Okay. I'm in with that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. That's a good one. Yep. I like that. I would like the Roman, I wish I could remember his name, but the Roman uh, knight, uh, Eternal Darkness. I knew you were going to say that. Dude, it would be, that was such, I never even played that game. I've only watched you. Actually, that's not true. I did borrow it once and play it. And I think you did was, borrow it. It was scary. Uh, but yeah. I loved to watch you play that game. That <laughs> game was, that was a great I, I, game yeah. to watch people play. I remember it being. Yeah. It was not a game I was good at. I couldn't solve the puzzles because I was too scared to. I was just like, ah, too this scared. is creepy. It's like, oh, my TV's wigging out. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. he would be a cool character, and I think we just need more Eternal Darkness representation in Super Smash Brothers because representation <laughs> matters in those games. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. So we got some mail like a week ago, but I didn't read it just because um, we did the special episode. So I wanted to make sure we read it this week. Hello, Unranked Podcast. My name is Carter, and I've been listening for a short while. Start around episode 70. I've been listening for a short while. Start around episode 70, and I have a question for everyone at the Unranked Podcast. What is your biggest pet peeve? Mine is when I ask someone a question, and then they say, what? As if you didn't hear me. Then answer (laughs) the question. If you heard my question, then don't say what. What the fuck? Anyway. Right. So they're saying what because they're trying to give their brain just a couple extra seconds to process. Yeah. It's just like a pause word. It's just like, (laughs) like a pause word. Yeah. Um, hmm. I have so many. I have oh so many. God. Yeah, dude, this is going to be tough yeah, for what, him. What's your biggest so pet peeve? Many. Oh, boy. Biggest? Yeah, oh, my God. Tough. I mean, you guys go first while I try to... You should maybe bring in Brit to, to answer for you. She might have a better... She might know what ticks you off more better than you even know. Uh, yeah, maybe. But there's so many. I feel like I'm one of... Me- oh, man. I, I have a good one. You have a good one? All right, then hit us with it. Yeah. It actually ties into uh, to what we were discussing earlier. Um, I hate it when 
anyone that I know says to me, we need to talk. Um, it's just, if you're someone that needs to have a conversation with me, like, like a serious conversation, you're probably in my life enough to run into me at some point. I, I E like a girlfriend or like a, like a, a close friend. Yeah. So yeah, when people say we need to talk instead of just telling me what's up is the most frustrating fucking thing I've ever had. Especially without any kind of preface. If it's like, hey, it's not a big deal yeah. or like, oh, I want to talk to you about this, but I just don't have time right now. Yeah. If you do that, like that's if someone fine. said we need to talk, it's nothing serious, but like I just want to make sure we can carve out some time to discuss whatever it is. That's fine, but I need some fucking You need some details. Absolutely. Context is yeah. important. Yeah. By the way, I just want to clarify for people, this has nothing to do with my current relationship. That's going great. <laughs> it's with other stuff. In for, now. Uh, what? <laughs> for now. For now. For now. We'll see. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was on the... I, I was streaming with uh, Christian the other day and uh, Brooke was <laughs> over and I, I said to her, I was like, I change girlfriends like the changing of the winds. Yeah. Yeah. I think <laughs> she liked that one. I joke a lot with her. Um, All right. I really hate when we lose audio. I think that's, I think that's my biggest pet peeve. Uh, I hate it too. Uh, I don't understand I what just, happened. I have I, so I, many. I just have so many. I right, will pick one little thing because you probably have a Li- complaint. Life. All right, you have life. Life. Life is your biggest complaint. Yeah. Just almost oh, everything. Yeah, just people. People in general. The way society it's is. It's got to be waiting. It's got to. I think for you, waiting. it's got to be waiting. Yeah, the, waiting's the up there. Theme. Yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. recurring theme. All right. Okay. Well, here's another email. This is from Jeremy E. Good day to you. I apologize in advance for the rather long email to follow. I'm a longtime listener and huge fan, but do not write into, well, anything. I'm so appreciative of the Unranked Podcast that I've decided to break my silence. Oh, boy. I must say that I particularly respect the work that goes into making Unranked. For me, the sound quality and editing are superb and really make a difference. It doesn't matter how good the content is if the podcast quality itself is a mess. Truly not well, all podcasts. Well, hear this episode, bud. <laughs> yeah. Truly not all podcasts are created equal. Really well done, and thank you for all your hard work. I'm a listener who downloads the cast and listens anytime I can, so I may be a bit ho- behind here. For that, I apologize. You once asked where ads for the other podcasts could be placed. I would vote for having the cast sponsor the games and then play them as a segue themselves. For instance, Same Day Shipping could sponsor Gamer rather nicely, which is funny. I responded to this person. I was like, oh, they're actually going to be on the show, and we're going to play Gamer this week when he sent me this email i was like i was like so we're sort of right on top of that this this email was written by christian coombs no this email was written by jeremy e Uh, i've taken your advice and now have two new podcasts at the top of my queue in same day shipping and thank you for questing i owe you one for suggesting them great stuff as for my complaint my group and i recently ranted about some of those sayings out there that some people constantly get wrong two of such comments rose to the top of our list in that we can't stand it when people say Intensive purposes. Holy shit, those are so bad. Yeah. <laughs> intensive, intensive purposes. Purposes. Wow. Uh, instead of intense and purposes, or or remarkable. Remarkable just sucks as a word. Seriously, it's obviously remarkable <laughs> if you're interested enough to say as much. I think I say that. Um, I agree with that when people say interesting. When people are like, oh, that's so interesting. Interesting. It's like, well, what's right, interesting? Right, right. Is it is. It, is because a lot of times they don't actually mean that it's interesting. They they mean something else, and they just use that. They just mean they don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, that's also true. Uh, unless it actually is interesting. Sometimes it is interesting. <laughs> if it's interesting, you'll engage with more questions. Yes. 
Even worse, though, is unremarkable. This word is so terrible at life that it cannot be uttered without contradicting itself. My question to you is, does the cast have any such phrases that drive them bonkers, such as those above? Thanks for listening. Your loyal supporter, Jeremy from Baltimore, if we need to be more specific. Uh, If I'm playing anything, I'm known as Old E22. So thank you Mm, for for writing in. Very, very long, thorough email. One that does annoy me that... One that does annoy me that I know I'm also very much a perpetrator of saying is, oh, that's so funny. Oh, oh you're such no. an asshole. I hate people like that's that. That's the fucking worst, dude. I do it. I from hate time people to time. like that. Come on. I, the problem is, is all these phrases are so ingrained in society that they, you know, they slip out every now and again. But that, yeah, that's one. Uh, I hate irregardless and over exaggerated. I agree. I agree with both of those. And how about, both how of about them. this one? Could have instead of could have. Yeah, that, that uh, or yeah. I, or I could care I mean, less. Could, I mean, could have could could apostrophe v. I feel like people is correct. It's but no, could he's of. saying could right, of. could of. Yeah. But I think what was the other thing you just could said? Care less. I could care less. Could have, would have, should. Right, I could care less. It's like all right, well then right. care less. I, we, you're saying it wrong. God, yeah, I could have cared less. Here, I could have. I could have cared less, guys. <laughs> It's like, shoot me in the face. Yeah. All right, I got one more. Yeah. One more yeah. read. This one okay. came in today. Go ahead. Um, I was hoping, All right. again, we, we have a phone number you can call. Again, Like this is really important. People should call this and drop us a line. People should be doing this. Uh, you know, Continue to write in, email on my podcast, or send us DMs. But also call 805-738-8692. You can leave a message. But let's get back to this DM we got. Dan's going to do that the second he listens to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Just sliding into the DMs, unrelated to gaming. What do you guys want to be when you grew up? Did you always want to be a podcast creator, lawyer, content writer, etc.? Did you have separate dreams, and is this just reality? You guys play games, so I thought it would be interesting to know if, <laughs> if you ever had the desire to make games or anything. I know my job is not what I dreamt it would be, though I'm certainly trying to go for my backup. I already tried my dream job, realized it was not for me. Also, just throwing my hat into the mm. ring, I think that Brian from Quest 64 is going to be added to Smash Brothers for retro. Uh, that would be interesting. Uh, <laughs> huh. Or more realistically, a new Fire Emblem character. That'd probably be remarkable. Probably Rowan and Liana from Warriors, since they did Corn already. Uh, that was from Greggles. Thank you, Greggles, for sliding in. So, Alex, what did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, first, it was a doctor. Then it was a filmmaker and then it was a lawyer and now here he is but the funny thing is is you discovered wanting to be a lawyer in college <laughs> or post pretty much yeah yeah so you'd no, already grown was, up at that point <laughs> i had already grown up in 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 middle of college was when i was like eh, i think i want to be a honestly lawyer. most people yeah. don't know then so that's still better than <laughs> a lot of a lot yeah. of people are 30 and have no idea you know yeah that that that's always bothered like i don't know I don't understand it when people are like, I don't know what I want to do. Well, and I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah, it's tough. I don't think that anyway. they they like it. <laughs> I would imagine. I wanted to be, I was obsessed with, uh, so Pop Idol was the English equivalent of American Idol and also the first uh-huh. one to come out. So I was very young when that came out. And I wanted to go on Pop Idol and because I'm I still consider myself a pretty good singer. I, I want to be a pop star, essentially. And then at the age of eight, I watched The Matrix and The Lord of the Rings. And I was like, I want to make uh, well, Lord of the Rings came out after. But between those two, uh, that franchise and that movie, I was like, I want to make movies. And I've been wanting to do that ever since. And pretty much 
I'm not making movies, but I'm in video production. Mm-hmm. So kind of living, living the dream, as they say. Uh, and then I would say before I wanted to do the same like as Alex and Tom, uh, like make movies, which I think was probably around like 11, 12 is like when I realized I, w- I wanted to do that. Uh, before that, it was vet. I always wanted to be a vet, which is partially because oh, my uncle. Yes, my I remember that. Um, and I always looked up to my uncle. Uh, he was a really cool guy. Yes, I remember that. You wanted to yeah. be a vet. I do remember uh, that. Know, I love animals. Like, I have a dog and two cats. So, you know. Uh, yep. And then I wanted to make movies. And then I came out here to do that. And now I just want to make stuff. Because I always liked making stuff. I was like making games out of stuff. I still do. So, you know, whether mm-hmm. it's video, podcasts, or other things that yeah. I'm also working on. I just want to make stuff. Yeah, it's 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 become less like, I want to make movies, and more like, I want to exercise my yeah. creative talent. And if that's podcasting, or hosting, or acting, or editing, like, it's it's all the same at this point for me. Especially with, like, how tough it is to be like, I want to be an Oscar yeah, be, winning Working director. in movies like, is, is crazy to me almost now. Like, having done so much web-based work, because the idea of working on a single project for years without even knowing how it's really going to turn out and then be, like, perceived by people. Having so much writing on that one project is crazy. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, okay. Let's get into it, Alex. If you've got it, do you have a quick complaint for us today? Yeah, I do. All right, then let's hear a complaint. Okay. So this one's really quick, and then I'll have an update to a complaint I had a couple episodes ago. All right, let's hear the. It's not uh, really an update. It's more of like a. We're just going to find out. Yeah, yeah. So people, so I'm just gonna. It's really quick. People who break so early with so much room in front of them in a car, Mm. like the person will be literally ten car lengths in front of them, and they will start breaking once the person over there starts breaking. Like it's like, dude, you're creating an issue now where everyone in the right lane is going to now cut you off and get in front of you. Because you're so far behind the guy in front of you when it's like mm. bumper to like it's not not bumper to bumper, but we're not going 70. We're going like maybe 30, 40. So he's so far behind and then he breaks that far behind that other people can just slip in in front. of you. And at that point, I pass him and I kind of give him a look like, really, dude, like, come on. Exercising too much caution. Exactly. So that's a really quick one. Um, don't worry, I've got I've got better ones, but in the interest of time, I decided to go with that. People one. shouldn't drive. I mean, that's where I'm at. Yeah, I think people shouldn't drive. Yeah. Okay. So the other thing, the update was, if you recall, probably about twenty episodes, maybe thirty episodes ago, I talked about people with headphones so loud that you could hear them. Yeah. Oh, uh, so bad. It's annoying. Yep. So I was on the train um, mm. in the morning uh, again on Wednesday because I had to go in for training in the city so i'm on the train it's early i'm you're, reading my you're book. on the train to go training exactly uh you know you're like I'm, I'm here i'm done exactly i don't have to go anywhere else hilarious so i was um reading and everyone else is really quiet because it's like guy we're you know we're commuting you know so he, this guy has got his headphones so freaking loud i wanted to go over to him and be like look dude like enough but enough is enough he didn't hear because his has his his headphones were so loud he didn't hear that the train was not stopping anywhere other than penn station Mm -hmm. so when he the ticket guy came around and go where are you going he goes he could take out his headphones he goes huh he goes where are you going and the Mm -hmm. guy goes i'm going to jamaica which is in between where i live in penn station and is usually 
like a, a stop a stop before you right. get to Penn Station, but not in the mornings. Usually they bypass that because everyone's going to the city. Anyway, so he goes, no, we're skipping Jamaica. We're going to Penn. The look on this guy's face, and I'm like, douche. If you didn't have your headphones so <laughs> you free, if you didn't have your music that. so probably loud, yeah, that. right. So I so I wrote, um, he had to go to Penn. Fuck him. Justice served. Justice, Justice served. served. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. So that's yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. Fuck him. That's what I'm hearing. Yep. Fuck him. Yep. Okay. Do you guys want to play a game? Go ahead, Christian. Let's do it. All right. Let's go ahead and let's play the game. Today, we're going to play a game called Virtual Recipes. Virtual Recipes is a game we haven't played in a while, so let me remind you of the rules. I'm going to describe to you a game in the form of a recipe. You're going to have to pay attention to the context clues and all the information that's given to you so you can figure out what game am I talking about. Today, I'm going to have six games for you, so you're going to have to figure out which titles I have brought to the table. And when you guys are ready, we can get ready and chow down. Are you excited to start the game? I'm unbelievably excited. So excited, All right, then let's start the show. All right, so Tom, I have a new format for this, the same way I made a new format for Game or No Game, so that the game could uh, be a little bit less flimsy on its concept, because they they didn't always really seem like recipes. So the the first (laughs) thing that I've changed is I'm not really describing the order of instructions in the recipe. These are more like summaries of the experience of the recipe. So I'm going to give you an example. How many, by the way, are we doing? We have six. Okay. So I'm going to give you an example and then just uh, so that you have an idea of what this is going to be like. So this is an example game. Is this a vegetarian-friendly meal? No. Estimated entree time, 12 hours. One to two cooks max. You have to split duties. Must cook in the same kitchen. And then here's your summary. Experience the flavors of many different cultures in this 14-course meal. Get your chef hat ready because these instructions will really test your skills and versatility. Each course has its own unique flavor and style. You'll be required to use a variety of techniques that will result in sending your customer's flavor palette to the moon and back. Optional two additional dessert courses available after 14 have been consumed to an acceptable amount. Do you have any idea what game that might be, Tom? Is this Left 4 Dead? No, oh this is Super God, Mario suck. Odyssey. Oh. So uh, I went. Okay. Yeah, I went to a website which tells you the estimated time on average for how long it takes to beat the game the campaign or whatever you know the standard game is okay. and for mario odyssey like beating the story is about 12 hours you, it's a single player game but you can play two players so one to two cooks max but they have to split duties because you have to you, you have to split the joy cons you can't even you know sometimes that means split screen um but you want to pay attention must cook in the same kitchen there's no online play and then you know the 14 course meals the 14 worlds there are right. two optional worlds if you get enough starts they're like bonus worlds in the game i brought up the chef hat things like that so it's just an example for people listening for what to pay attention to we're gonna go through all six you're gonna send me your list at the end we're not gonna do them one at a time are you ready yes all right your first meal vegetarian friendly no estimated time 12 hours only one cook for this meal what does vegetarian friendly mean well super mario odyssey was not vegetarian friendly would you guess why that would be because it has a meat man as the main well, character. Uh, Alex, what would you guess? Why um, game like- vegetarian friendly? I don't know. I didn't really pay attention to that part. Uh, well, <laughs> I'll give you a hint. And typically that it has in video game and in this context, it's a little bit less literal than it seems. But, uh, you know, in certain games, there is killing or things required like that. Uh, that's what I thought not- it was. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So I'm not going to try and spell everything out for you. Uh 
button. Okay. All right. So vegetarian friendly, no. Estimated time, 12 hours, one cook maximum. This recipe will require the mastery of a few skills. You'll need a very large pressure cooker, as well as injectors to add the right flavors of your choice. A great meal for a family. Oh, my God. Can you can we go from the top again? Including, like, the little vegetarian-friendly yeah. bit and stuff. Vegetarian-friendly, no. Estimated time, 12 hours. One cook maximum. This recipe will require the mastery of a few skills. You'll need a very large pressure cooker, as well as injectors to add the right flavors of your choice. A great meal for a family. Okay. And then I think we're going to go to number two. Vegetarian-friendly as well. No, definitely not. Estimated time, nine hours. One to two cooks maximum. Must split duties. Must cook in the same kitchen. This recipe is a test of precision and timing. If you get it wrong, don't fret. Most people fail a few times. Although difficult, the skills required are limited. Lots of sweets, flowery aromas, and tasty flavors to be found within. Don't let the pictures fool you. This recipe is not easy. Okay. Oh. We can come back. We can come back to them after. Let's just go through yeah, them all. Yeah, I think I have that though. Uh, the next one, also not vegetarian friendly, estimated time, 31 hours. <laughs> one chef for the main course, option for catering with up to 16 chefs. Each requires their own kitchen. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> There's an asterisk, alcohol included in the recipe, not meant to be prepared for children. There's a three-course meal that brings very different flavors together. This recipe will test your stamina, your accuracy, and your improvisation in the kitchen. You may need to... Uh, you may find the need to cut corners or even steal some ingredients from another kitchen. Got it. Locked. Oh, man. I don't know shit. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. We can come back to it. Uh, vegetarian friendly, yes. This is number four. Um, estimated time, 17 and a half hours. One cook maximum. This recipe has a lot of vague steps. They are actually very specific, though, but it's mostly represented through the images. So be sure to am analyze each image as you go through the preparations, because none of the instructions are written out. Pay close attention to the objects and ingredients presented to you, and you'll be able to put together the perfect meal. Yep, got it. Yeah, okay, go ahead. This All is right. insanity, by the way, but I'm sorry. <laughs> there's, only two, there's only two more. I, it, I think it works better, though, now, this way. I like it. All right, vegetarian-friendly, note. Estimated entree time, 20 minutes per order. 24 cooks, every order, each requires their own kitchen. This Depression-era recipe has held strong over the years. It's a timeless classic and combines American and Japanese flavors for a Pacific flavor that's all its own. It's a meal that has its critics, but for many, hits just the right spot. It's chaotic in the preparation, but it brings uh, groups together to enjoy. I think I might know that one. And this is the final one, and then we'll go back. Uh, Vegetarian-friendly, optional. So there's vegetarian option. Estimated time, six and a half hours. One to four cooks maximum must split duties, must cook in the same kitchen. There's no more traditional meal than this. Coordinating is key. Lots of cutting, plating, stacking required. A true test of your timing. Throw in an ever-changing kitchen and a random enemy, and this recipe be your ultimate cooking challenge. All right. Jesus Christ. I have no idea. All right. I'm sending mine. I'm very confident on some, and not so much on others. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay. You guys both got one of them right that's the same and then the other one that you each got right you did it well okay so it's gonna be interesting okay all right let's read through them so our first one uh and we'll just go tom then alex each time just to make this uh consistent what'd you guys put for the first one let's just do it this way what'd you put resident evil seven alex uh, i put bioshock and why did you put bioshock oh, fuck something about injecting 
Yes, Fuck the injectors. Dicks. Also, the pressure cooker was meant to help because of the pressurized world of mm. Bioshock. Uh, mm. Great meal for the family. Big Daddy, little sister. Yep. yep. It's coming All right, to our, me now. Our second title, Tom, what'd you put? Uh, Cuphead, I believe. Alex? I said suck it. <laughs> Tom, you got oh, it right. Suck it was so right. You got it right with Cuphead. Yeah, Cuphead. Uh, precision and timing. I said it's very. It's hard uh, if you get it wrong Floral to worry. Aromas. Start over. Sweets, flowery aromas, tasty flavors. There's like a bunch of like candy and like flower. Yeah, yeah. Uh, enemies yeah. in the it game. Good, it was a good clue. Um, two cooks max. So split screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Max <laughs> number three. <laughs> What'd you guys put for number three? Tom, it's always I put, I put no. Tom I put just see a. I put Sea of Thieves. Mm. Mm. I put GTA 5. It's GTA 5. Oh! Uh, one chef for the main course. 16 chefs for multiplayer, alcohol included. Right. Three-course meal being the three different characters in GTA 5. 31 hours. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 31 hours. Uh, number four. What'd you guys put? The Witness. Yeah, me too. That's because it's The Witness. Yes. What gave that away? Because I said you have to like pay attention to the images. Images, vague, no instructions. Well, yeah, you couldn't kill anyone in it. Friendly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Vegetarian friendly, <laughs> single player only. It was pretty self-explanatory. All right, here's the one I'm most excited for. Number five. What'd you guys put? So some things heavily pointed me towards PUBG, which is what I put. But there are some things that I'm just like, this has nothing to do with PUBG at all. And Alex, you put a different answer. What'd you put this time? I put uh, Suck It again. (laughs) So this game. The sequel to Suck It. Suck It the Return. I thought you might get this game because it's Battlefield 1942. Oh. Again, Suck It. not happy with that. (laughs) Depression era recipe, American Japanese flavors, uh, Pacific flavor. The the main island in that game is Wake Island. Um, Has a lot of critics, but some people love it. Twenty-four yeah, cooks, nice. twenty-four so players, twenty minutes per game. S- yeah. All right, and our and last suck one. Suck it two. The suck it <laughs> sequel. Suck it again, motherfucker. Our our last one. What'd you guys? I put, put Halo because I have no fucking idea. And Tom. I put. What did I put? I put Tetris. So this one is my favorite because I knew if I put it last, there's no way you you'd guess it. Uh, it's overcooked. It's a game where you're cooking in a kitchen, which is why there's I, a lot of cutting, plating, yeah, stacking. So here's the thing. I I I felt like you mm. might fuck me like that, Christian, with overcooked. I was like, knowing Christian's fucking mind in the way that like when you use the Sea of Thieves music the last time to fucking Yeah. Like I thought overcooked. But then I was like, he's not gonna be a dick about this. He's not oh. gonna put it. I underestimated your dickishness. <laughs> I believe I win, though, by a point. You do. You win three to two. So Excellent. congrats, Tom, on this round of virtual recipes. All right, Alex. What a delicious If win. the people want to get in touch with you, other than calling in and dropping a line, which you can do, you can send us a voicemail. Alex, how can they get in touch and play games with you? Uh, more importantly, wow, I just almost forgot my gamer tag. Tuna Space Targaryen <laughs> on Xbox and at Tuna Targaryen on Twitter. Which you look at. I didn't realize you looked at. I look at yeah. it. I don't post anything. Yeah, you look at it. And Tom? I'll post something. <laughs> Great Brit Tom on everything but PlayStation Ram Time Bomb Tom. One day. That's it. One day. And uh, I am at Tweet Humes. We are at Downrank Podcast. We're on the Zeitheist Network. Check out some more shows. 
and call in, drop a line, leave us a message. But until next time, everybody, stay unranked. And as suck always, it. yeah, totally just Sorry. suck it. All right. I no, no, that's fine. You can do it. it. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs>